Hello listeners and welcome to yet another episode of the Nigeria Football Weekly podcast with me, your host, Oluoke. Today is episode 22 and on today's episode of the podcast, I'll be going back to the regular schedule where I go through how our top players have performed in all the big leagues before giving you an update on any Super Eagles news that's important for anyone to know. I then will touch on the ones to watch for the weekend as usual, especially with Serie A resuming this coming weekend. Before I get into it, please remember to follow us on all our social media channels. Um, it's at NFW Pod on Twitter, at Nigeria Football Weekly on Instagram, forward slash Nigeria Football Weekly on Facebook, and the YouTube channel is also called Nigeria Football Weekly. I've also created a Discord channel for us to talk all things Nigerian football in a safe space, um, and the link will be in the episode notes as usual. So getting straight into it, it's been a great, great weekend of football, especially in the Premier League. I was a bit worried for my Watford boys. I know I predicted them to get relegated, but they surprised me. So Emmanuel Dennis, Etebo, as well as William Choose Ekong had amazing debuts by all accounts. Uh, Emmanuel Dennis scored his first Premier League goal in the 10th minute of action. Him and Ismail Assar were particularly impressive and they just looked great together. Um, Etebo also looked really, really solid in the middle of the park with Kucha from Slovakia. Um, and it's safe to say that they've already turned around the expectations from both Watford fans and Premier League fans within what their first game ever in the Prem ever. So that was awesome. Chustekong also started the game and he was solid in defence, um, although they were 3-0 up until the 70th minute before conceding one great goal and one sloppy goal. So there's work to do in terms of maintaining their concentration throughout the match. But anyway, one excellent, excellent debut for all three of them. And special shout out to Emmanuel Dennis, man. At 5 million, he might even be a great differential in your FPL um, recordings. So look out for that one, guys. Um, next up for them, though, they've got Brighton away on Saturday at 5.30 p.m. So that should be one hell of an interesting game. We know Brighton are one of the better sides in the league. Um, so it'll be interesting to see how they, they get on against another really good team. Um, but we wish them all the best and we hope they carry on the great form. Another person who had an exceptional debut in the Premier League was Franco Yeka. He was absolutely terrific in Brentford's Premier League debut on Friday as they thoroughly outplayed Arsenal to win the game 2-0 at home to kick off the Prem season. And also, it was the first game in their new season. In their new stadium, I mean. Um, it was a true, truly box-to-box performance from Oyeka, to be honest. He was everywhere, like defence, up front, and surely he's a certainty to be called up for the national team squad for our World Cup qualifiers happening at the start of September, I would think. Um, so hopefully he can continue to build on that performance because honestly, it was really, 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 really good to see. Next up for Franco Ica and Brentford, they've got Crystal Palace away on Saturday at 3 p.m. Um, so look out for that one and hopefully they could get their second win out of two considering how Crystal Palace is still finding their way with Patrick Vieira. as And they also have quite a few injuries, you know. Um, another player who had a pretty good start to the season, even though he didn't start the game, was Alexi Wobi for Everton. Um, so he came on for the final 26 minutes for Everton in their season opener home to Southampton. And he actually assisted the second goal for Dokore, which put Everton ahead. Um, and he looked generally lively once he came on. 
Um, I hope he could force his way back into the starting lineup, to be honest. We'll see what happens in that one. Um, but next up for them, they've got a very, very tough tie against Leeds United away um, at 3 p.m. on Saturday. And we know Leeds will be eager to make amends after what can only be described as a shocking, shocking game against Man United as they lost 5-1. Um, moving swiftly on to our Prem regulars, Kelechi Anacho and Wilfred Ndidi. Wilfred Ndidi started the game as usual and was excellent as they beat Wolverhampton 1-0. However, my concerns for Kelechi Anacho in light of the community shield did come to pass with Jamie Vardy starting as the lone striker while Kelechi was on the bench yet again. Um, following the Community Shield win, even though he came on to score the winner in the Community Shield. And Vardy did score, to be fair, so uh, you can't really have too much complaints in that one. He was also linked with going to Roma before Roma fi finally signed off on the Tammy Abraham move, so that was quite an interesting one. Kelechi did come on for the last 18 minutes, so that was at least good. He came on ahead of Pat Sandaka, um, so you could say he's second in line in terms of their team. And if they would switch formation and play with two strikers and a second striker, you would expect Kelechi to get back into the lineup. Next up for them, they've got a very tricky tie um, on Monday Night Football, 8 p.m., away to West Ham, who looked really, really, really impressive against Newcastle. Um, but hopefully we'll see what happens in terms of Kelechi starting. And we know indeed he's already a formality at this point in time. So that's it in terms of Premier League roundups for our Super, Super Eagle players. Um, in terms of other fixtures that happen in the league, as I already mentioned, Man United absolutely thrashed Leeds 5-1. Bruno Fernandes was exceptional with three goals and Paul Pogba literally ran the show. He got four assists. So just an incredible performance by Man United. Burnley lost at home to Brighton, two goals to one. Chelsea beat Crystal Palace 3-0. So they were really good there as well. Um, Liverpool did what they do best against Norwich. Another spanking. They beat Norwich 3-0 away with Mohamed Salah doing what he does best. As I mentioned, West Ham were really, really impressive against Newcastle. So they won 4-2. And Berama and Antonio especially looked really, really good. And probably what's the, I guess not really a surprise when you consider the fact that Tottenham have beat Man City four straight games at their new stadium. Tottenham did beat Manchester City in the final game on Sunday, 1-0, courtesy of Son Heung-min. I'm a bit annoyed because I wanted to put Son in my fancy team and I opted for Mares. So that can only be on me, to be honest, when you consider, with all things considered. So that's it in terms of the Premier League table. It's only been one game, so there's no point talking about the table. Um, but I'm super, super excited the Premier League is back, and I'm sure everyone else is too. Um, the only game to really touch on in terms of the championship was Semi Ajayi. As we know, he's a national team squad regular. Um, alarmingly, he was on the bench yet again over the weekend um, for their home game against Luton. Um, so you could say it's a bit of worry for him in terms of his prospects of staying with the national team, especially as we go into the crucial World Cup qualifiers. He came on for the last six minutes of that game. So I'm not you can't really read too much into that one. But as I mentioned previously, when your manager plays three at the back, you're not even getting games. That's never a great sign. Anyway, next up for them, I'm recording this podcast on Tuesday. So tomorrow night, Wednesday night, they play Sheffield United at home. So hopefully Semi Ajay would get some minutes in his legs. And then on Saturday, they go away to Blackburn Rovers. So let's see how he gets on in that one. Moving swiftly on to the Bundesliga, Taiwa Wuni, he made his return for Union Berlin after becoming their record signing. And he scored after seven minutes. Literally, what a fantastic return back to the Bundesliga, assisted by Max Kruser. So between him and Max Kruser, they're going to play a crucial role if Union Berlin are going to build on what was an exceptional season for them last season when they finished seventh in the Bundesliga. They did end up drawing the game 1-1 against Bayer Leverkusen, um, but 
from an Awoni perspective, we hope he could build on that good start. Um, there's nothing wrong with getting it. There's nothing like scoring again on your second day before your team, I guess. Next up for them, because of how well they performed in the league last season, they will be enter entering the UEFA Conference League. So they play the playoffs away to a team called Coops from the Finnish League on Thursday. And then on Sunday, they're back in Bundesliga action away to Hoffenheim. So let's see if he could bag yet another one um, in those games. Moving on to Kevin Akboguma at Hoffenheim. He played 73 minutes as Hoffenheim kicked off their Bundesliga season with a 4-0 thrashing away to Oberg. Um, and he played at right back. He played 73 minutes but was taken off. But I noticed, interestingly, that he played right back. Um, next up for him, ironically, he does play Kevin Akboguma. I mean, he plays Taiwa Awuni's Union Berlin. So that'll be one to watch in terms of potential Super Eagles players to just keep an eye on. Moving swiftly on to Dixon Abiyama. So he plays for Greater Firth. They're one of the newly promoted teams to the Bundesliga. Um, it must be said it was a rough Bundesliga debut for their team as they lost 5-1 away to Stuttgart on Saturday. Um, he did play 44 minutes, though, so that's good to see the manager trust him in terms of performing in the biggest division in Germany. Um, and he did play relatively well from the score, um, from the rating score I saw him get um, on the app I used for this. Um, next up for them, though, they have a home game against Armenia Bielefeld. So they'll be hoping they can finally get their first win in the Bundesliga. And we'll be wishing them all the best from here. Finally, in terms of the Bundesliga rounds up, round in, in terms of the Bundesliga roundup, Kingsley Hizabwe at Cologne. He came on for the last six minutes um, for his club side as they won their opening Bundesliga game at home to Hertha Berlin 3-1. But it doesn't get any easier for them because their next game is away to Bayern Munich on Sunday. And Bayern Munich drew their first game of the Bundesliga 1-1. So I'm sure they'll be keen to make sure they have a really, really good fast start again. Moving on to League 1, Moses Simon was honestly spectacular for Nods. He got himself two assists on Sunday night as they beat Mets 2-0 um, at home. Um, to be honest, both goals, both, both, both goals were created really excellently from him. One was from a corner kick and the other one was really fine play from the left wing. So hopefully he could keep up that good form and you have to say he must be a contender to start for the Super Eagles at left wing um, during our first World Cup qualifying game in just over two and a half weeks, three weeks. Yeah. Next up for him, though, in the league, they go away to Ren. So let's see if he could keep up that really, really good form. And then Terry Murphy of Lorient, he finally got his first goal of the season from the spot on Friday night at home to Monaco in a 1-0 win. So really good to see him get off the mark for the season. And hopefully he can build on that this Sunday as they play Montpellier away. As long as he beats his total of 14 goals from last season, I think he could classify that as a very, very, very impressive season. And finally, in terms of League 1 updates, Samuel Kalu of Bordeaux unfortunately collapsed on the pitch for the second time in his career um, as they drew 2-2 away to Marseille. He was taken off after 14 minutes um, and his teammates battled bravely to get back into the game after being down 2-0. Um, I'm not sure what this means for Samuel Kalu in terms of his fitness and when next he'll be able to play. But ultimately, what matters most is that he's alive and he's well. And we wish him and his family all the best. Next up for his club teammates, though, they play Angers at home on Sunday. Angers at the moment actually topped the league on table. So it'll be interesting to see what happens to Bordeaux as they've only got one point from their first two games. And just moving on to Syria, which finally starts this season. Victor Sima is back in action. Big, big season ahead, as I mentioned last week. Their season starts on Sunday um, against Venezia. 
Venezia, ironically, have got Tarade Buehi in their ranks. So we're hoping that that would be a very, very good game for both players. Speaking of Venezia, their new season did start on Sunday in the Coppa Italia. So I think in Serie A, the best six or eight teams get a bye from the first round of the Italian Cup. So that's why Osimez Napoli did not play. But Ebuehi, he played for Venezia, who actually won on penalties at home to Frosinone. The game ended 1-1 and Ebuehi actually scored the winning penalty. So that's amazing to see. And we hope he will now push on to start the game on Sunday. Speaking of Venezia as well, they also signed Nigerian striker David Okereke on loan from Club Bruges. Um, they announced that last week. So hopefully we'll see him get some minutes in the game against Osimez Napoli on Sunday. Moving on to Ola Aino, he's back at Torino. Interestingly enough, he also scored a winning penalty for his club side, Torino, as they beat Cremonense on Sunday in the Coppa Italia after the game ended 0-0. He did post on social media after he was sadly jeered by some Torino fans. I'm not sure why they would do that, which is really silly, but good to see him take the high road because um, they've got a very crucial game to play on Saturday at home to high-flying Atalanta. So I wish Olaina all the best and hopefully he can start the game as well. Moving on, Salanitana and Joel B back in the Serie A. Um, he played 57 minutes on Monday, yesterday night, against Regina in the Coppa Italia, and his team won the game 2-0. Um, so good start. And hopefully they could also push on in terms of the Serie A now that they're in the division for the first time in a long time. So they start their Serie A journey on Sunday against Bologna, um, and hopefully Joel B should start that game as well. Speaking of Bologna, they do have a Nigerian player, Kingsley Michael. He's a central midfielder as well, but he was on the bench in their Coppa Italia game on Monday as they disgracefully lost 5-4 at home to a team called Tenana from Serie B. Next up for them in the league, they will be playing Salernitana on Sunday, although if he's not even getting minutes in a Coppa Italia tie, you have to say that it looks like he might be loaned out. More, <laughs> it's, it's looking likely he might be loaned out. So let's watch that space and see what happens for him. And then finally, in terms of updates from players in Syria, I can I have to talk about Simino Aqua. He's playing for Cotone at the moment, who got relegated to Serie B. Rumors still persist that he's going to move to Salernitana to join Joel Obi. So let's see what happens. You like to think he's definitely going to move because I noticed he didn't even play for Cotone in their Coppa Italia game on Monday as they beat Brescia 4-2 on penalties after the game ended 2-2. Um, so let's see if he plays in the season opener on Sunday against Como or if he gets sold before the end of the transfer window. And finally, in terms of the top five league wrap-ups, in La Liga, Samuel Chukwese was not in the squad for both the UEFA Super Cup loss to Chelsea, and also on Monday night as Villarreal drew at home 0-0 to Grenada to open the De La Liga campaign. I'm not sure if he's injured or what's going on with that one, but I'll keep you guys updated. Next up for them, they play Espanyol away on Saturday. So let's see if he's able to get some minutes in that one. And then Ramon Aziz, speaking of Grenada, um, he was not in the squad for their team as they drew to Villarreal away. So it looks likely that he's going to go out on loan. So I'll keep you guys updated on that. And in terms of other players, just be aware about in Spain, Omar Sadiq has kicked off his season campaign with yet another goal. He scored in a 3-1 win yesterday night on Monday away to FC Cartagena. Um, and their next game is at home to Real Oviedo this Friday. So let's see if he could kick on and beat his tally from last season, which I think was about 21 or 24 goals. Kelechi Nwakali, he did start for Huesca, got relegated from La Liga. He played 64 minutes as they kicked off their season with a 2-0 win on Friday night at home to Aiba. And next up, they do play Cartagena, um, who just lost to Omar Sadiq's Almeria. So let's see 
if he starts that game as well. And finally, Kenneth Romero's Leganes lost to Real Sociedad's B team, who were managed by Xabi Alonso, actually. They lost 1-0 away to Real Sociedad's B team over the weekend. Um, so hopefully they could put that behind them as they play Bogus CF on Monday in the second division of La Liga. So that's it in terms of top five league roundups. When I get back, I'll be touching on all the other leagues before we get into Super Eagles news and the ones to watch. Moving swiftly on to the non-top five leagues in Europe, starting with the Primera Liga. We did see Zedou Sanusi feature yet again for Porto, although he didn't start this game, which was a bit alarming. He came on for the final 35 minutes as they won 2-1 away to Family Cal on Sunday night. Um, so Porto are now 2-for-2 two two to start the season. Um, but worryingly, it looks like Sanusi may be losing or may have lost his starter spot for Porto. So that's one to watch as they play the next game. Um, I noticed he made a big error either in this game or the game before um, to make Porto concede a goal. Um, but next up for them in the league, on Sunday night, they play Maritimo. So let's see if Sanusi does indeed start that game. And then speaking of people in Premier Liga, Chido Zerawaziam returned back to the starting lineup for Boavista as they won 3-0 at home on Monday night to Pacos Ferreira. Next up for them, they play again on Monday night against Santa Clara. So this is very, very good to see for Chidoze Awaziam, as I was a bit worried about him and, I, and his spot with the Super Eagles. So him starting the season really, really well is obviously a good sign for him as well as um, for his Super Eagles prospects. So wish him all the best there. Moving on to the Dutch Eredivisie, Marika Akwe, Super Eagles number one, endured a tough, tough start to the league season as his side Sparta Rotterdam lost 4-0 away to Utrecht. <laughs> yeah, it wasn't his best game by any stretch of the imagination. Uh, so next up for them on Saturday, they play at home to Heracles. So let's see if he's able to have a better performance on that one. You like to think so as they're the home team, um, but 4-0 is not a good way to start the season by any means. And then moving on to the Belgian league, the Jupiler league, Paulo Noachio and Cyril Dezers continue to do well for Genk. So in their UCL qualifier last during the midweek last week, um, Sirudeza scored a goal for Genk, although they still crashed out of the Champions League qualifiers as they lost 2-1 on the day as well as 2-1 on aggregate in the previous game. So 4-2 on aggregate to Shakhtar Donetsk. So they've crashed out of the Champions League qualification sports for this year. However, on Saturday, they did play in the league and beat Leuven 4-0 as Polo Noachu scored yet again to take his tally for the season to three goals in the league. This week that's coming, they have no games on Friday. Um, but that is because one of their opponents, Royal Antwerp, have got a Europa League qualification game. And I think the league would like to give them enough time to make sure that they can focus on that game. So speaking of Royal Antwerp, they have a Nigerian central midfielder I think everybody should look out for. His name's Alassane Yusuf. Um, he did start again on Friday night for Royal Antwerp in a 1-1 draw against Chalewa. Chalewa, the club that Victor Sime played for before he moved to Lille, um, just for any trivia questions going out there. Interestingly enough, the Royal Antwerp have just signed Raja Nijgolan. So remember Nijgolan, who used to bowl for Belgium and a lot of big clubs in Syria. Um, so that's been an interesting one. And hopefully it won't affect Alassane's used to starting spot because they're both central midfielders. Anyway, next up for them, they have the Europa League qualifier against FC Omonia this Thursday. So Omonia are the team that have Abdullah Sheo and Iyai, I believe, at Tiemwen. Um, so we'll see how they get on in that one. 
and then they have no league game in the weekend, as I mentioned, and then they'll play the return leg next week, Thursday. Moving on to the Scottish Premiership and Joe Balog, um, Joe Aribo and Leon Balogun, as well as someone called Calvin Bassey, who's also eligible. They lost their Champions League qualifier, shockingly, to FC Malmo um, 2-1. Um, at home, despite them having another fellow Nigerian player sent off in the game. So there's a player called Innocent Bonke, who plays for FC Marmo, and they've progressed to the final qualifying round of the Champions League. I think they're champions of Sweden, so I'll look. I'll keep tabs on him from time to time. Um, however, they did bounce back last week, Friday, in the League Cup with a 5-0 win, with Jaribo and Kevin Bassi both starting the game, and Jaribo also getting an assist. Leon Balogu did not play this game, and that is primarily because in the Malmo game, he got a lot of heat. So in that game, he made quite a few mistakes, and he was probably culpable for Malmo's winning goal. So we hope Leon Balogu is able to bounce back from that one. Um, next up for them, as a result of crashing out of the Champions League qualifiers, they've got to play Europa League qualifiers, and they're playing a team called Alashkert Martuni um, on Thursday night. And then in the league, they play Ross County away. So hopefully they continue their bouncing back spree and we'll see Leon Balogu get some more minutes yet again. Moving on to the Turkish league, and we have to start with Super Eagles captain Ahmed Musa. Ahmed Musa made a winning start to his Turkish league career and he actually scored as well. So Fatih Karagumrug, they beat Gaziantep 3-2 on Saturday at home with Ahmed Musa scoring the third goal just after the 90th minute. It was a really good goal as well. So hopefully he could kick on into the team. Look, if he's playing in the Turkish League and doing well, I have no qualms with the captain of the side being in the national team. But thankfully, it's no longer Kano Pillars. No offense to them. Next game for them, they play on Saturday away to Rizespor. So hopefully, he could kick on and push on from that performance. And then speaking of another player eligible for Nigeria, Bright Osai Samo, who plays for Fenerbahce. Um, he started their first game of the season this Sunday as well, as they beat Denispor 1-0 away, courtesy of a Mesut Ozil winner. Mesut Ozil's first goal for his childhood, so the club he supported as a child, as a child, Fenerbahce. So that must have been really emotional. They've also got Europa League qualifiers to look forward to. So they play a team called HJK Helsinki at home on Thursday night. Um, and then on Sunday, they play at home to Italia Spur, who have also got a Nigerian on loan called Paul Mukairo. Um, So that's it in terms of main updates from the Turkish League. In terms of the Russian League, I have to start with Chidera Juke. Chidera Juke played CSK Moscow as they won 3-1 away to FC Rostov on Saturday night with Juke getting yet another assist. So he continues to play well for the season. He's now got a goal and assist in three games for the season so far. So hopefully he can kick on and even force his way back into the national team. Next up for them on Saturday, they play at home to a team called Akmak Grozny. So we wish him well in that one. And in terms of final three league roundups to give you, in the Czech League, Pital Lainka, Slavia Prague, also lost in the Champions League qualifier. Basically, all of them lost in Champions League qualifiers, except the guy who plays for Malmo. Um, Slavia Prague, although they won the game 1-0 on the day to FC Ludogorets, they lost the tie 2-1 overall. Um, and Olajnka also got injured in that game as he was taken off after 16 minutes. Um, anyway, they did move on to win their league game 1-0 away against Mlada Boleslav. And Olajnka did not play this game as he was injured. So let's see if he's fit or how long he's going to be out for as they have to now play in the Europa League qualifiers at home this Thursday to Legia Warsaw of Poland. And then on Sunday, they play a home league game against Banik Ostrava. So I wish them all the best in that one. 
Now, moving on to the Greek League, Hemio Yekuru, um, now at Olympiakos. His team also lost the UCL qualifier on penalties, annoyingly. Um, and because he wasn't registered for the first leg, I don't think he was allowed to play the second leg. So that's why we didn't see him in action in that one. But next up for them, they have a Europa League qualifier now to play. So on Thursday, they play at home to Slovan Bratislava um, from Slovakia. Um, so hopefully he can finally make his debut for the Greek champions. And then their league campaign kicks off on Saturday against Astromitos Athenon. And then finally, as I mentioned earlier, FC Omonia, they'll be playing a Europa League qualifier this Thursday against Royal Antwerp of Belgium. Abdullah Sheu and Iai Atemwen have both been playing fairly well for them. In their Europa League qualifier in the previous round, Abdullah Sheu started the game and Atemwen came on in extra time um, in the return leg on Tuesday versus Flora. And he actually scored one of the penalties as they won 5-4 on pens. Um, their league season does not start till September, so they're fully concentrating on their Europa League games that they have to focus on. Um, and that's pretty much it in terms of updates for Super Eagles players to be aware of or Nigerian players who are trying to break to the Super Eagles right now in terms of their current leagues. Yeah, as I mentioned, in just about 90 minutes, we'll have the CAF AFCON draw. I'm so excited. So, unfortunately, Nigeria did drop in terms of our world ranking, which was recently announced two weeks ago. I mean, or last week. Um, but that's not surprising when you consider how woefully played over the summer in terms of our friendly games um, against um, Cameroon, both games against Cameroon, and also the botch friendly where they sent a bunch of homegrown players to go and play against um, um, Mexico. So we've dropped from the top 30 from, from 27 to 34 in the world rankings. And we're now the fifth best team in Africa because um, Morocco have now overtaken us as well as Algeria. So that's a bit of a shame. But luckily, because we're still the fifth best team, it means that we've been announced as one of the top seeds for the AFCON draw happening later today. So top five teams in terms of rankings in Africa, as well as Cameroon, who are the hosts, have all been ranked the pot one draw for the qualifiers. Um, but what this means is obviously we're going to see some really tasty ties in terms of the AFCON draw. In pot two, we've got teams like Egypt, Ghana, Ivory Coast, Mali, Guinea, as well as Burkina Faso, um, who are all going to be in pot two. So who knows? We might get another West African classic with us against Ghana, or we might have to play Egypt, or we might have to play another West African giant, Ivory Coast, but to be honest, we're not worried about any of them. Bring them all on. Yeah, so it's one of those things. I mentioned it the other day. If, you, if you're not ready for these friendlies, it's going to cost you. How can you drop seven places? Seven from 27th to 34th. So now Algeria and Morocco both ahead of us. That's three Arab teams and us and Senegal still repping the flag. Meanwhile, Senegal, because of their bad performances, they're now the 21st best team in the league. So, yeah, looking forward to that draw, and let's see how we get on. Just moving on swiftly to the final bit of the podcast in terms of the ones to watch this weekend. Let's see if Emmanuel Dennis could crack on with his excellent start to the Premier League um, for Watford over this weekend. Um, in terms of Syria, Victor Simez, Napoli play Ibuiz Venezia, so we'll be watching that one closely. Also, Taiwa Wonis, Union Berlin play Kevin Akpogumas. Um, Hoffenheim, so that'll be interesting to watch. And hopefully we could also see Henry Yekuru make his debut because I think if you think about the last few performances at the national team, 
in our qualifiers. I mean, Yikuru definitely played the best at left wing. So he needs to definitely crack on in terms of his Olympiacos career. Um, that's it for this episode of the podcast. Thanks for sticking with me, guys. It's been a pleasure again. I've tried to make this one more concise. So that's something I'm going to look to do going forward. Please remember to subscribe to our social media channels at NFWPOD or Nigeria Football Weekly on Instagram and Facebook. Or you can even email us at NigeriaFootballWeekly at gmail.com. I appreciate every single listener. Thanks for listening to yet another episode. And peace out until the next time where we bring you the roundup of the AFCON draw. Take care.